Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. Thank you so much for joining us on Straight Out of Savannah, talking with Tim. My guest Stacy Walker is here, and I am super excited that she is here. So she's going to tell you a little bit about who she is and what she does. So Stacy, take it away. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tammy. I am so honored to be on the show and I'm so happy to see you and reconnect with you. So my name is Stacy Walker. I, I, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I help people, mainly coaches, consultants, healers, really get energetically aligned with how they sell, how they show up, how they share their message so they can expand their business to six figures and beyond. So uh, I have a, a business, it's called Unleash Your Ambition. I have a podcast by the same name, but Unleash Your Ambition podcast. And I'm all about you building your business around your life and not the other way around, just because I've been, I've been on these entrepreneurial streets for some time. And, you know, about halfway in through my journey, I was hustle, 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 even though I hit my goals but it came with a big price. You know, I didn't recognize my body. Um, my mind wasn't healthy, you know, mind, body, spirit, all out of whack. And I ended up taking two years off from my business. And when I finally came back, I made a declaration to myself and anyone else that I work with that you build your business around your life, not the other way around and that you can have your cake and eat it too. And you do things that are aligned with you because there's so many ways to market your business. There's so many different ways to be able to show up and generate leads and sell. So I created a framework to where anybody can customize it inside. It's just, you're basically using a blueprint, but you can customize. It's kind of like, like you have a, you have the. I guess the shell of a house or something like that. And you can customize it you want on the inside, but all the foundations there for you just to make sure that the house doesn't collapse or sink or anything like that. So basically that's what my framework uh, helps my entrepreneurs with is so they can do things that are in alignment with their mission, their vision and personality, because that's most likely going to help them achieve their goals faster than trying to uh, fit somebody into a mold or doing things that just really aren't naturally aligned to them. And I love what I do and the people that I've connected with over the years. Absolutely amazing. And it's just an honor to be able to do it. Yes, I am so gracious and honored that you are here. And the thing is, Stacey and I connected a few, few years ago. Yeah. And she doesn't know this, but I consider her my first coach because she was so amazing she inspired me so much and just watching her journey has been so fulfilling to me and just 
seeing the opportunities that are presented to her, like, you know, just joyful because, you know, out in these internet streets, a lot of times people have so much uh, competition and so mm. much comparisonitis and it's not popular for people to say that you build your business around your life. Right. So many people are out here preaching and coaching people to get out here and hustle and, you know, pitch people they don't know and all this kind of craziness. Mm. And so, you know, and so many people are doing it. So you know, somebody's coaching them to do it. There's right. too many people that are doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, jump in there as soon as they request you, then they're in your inbox. Oh. You ask me stupid questions and you already know <laughs> what's coming. You know? And it's like, no, that's not the way to do, you know, you got to talk to people and create relationships. Yeah. And so I just love the way Stacy puts that out there, you know, where, you know, you are building a business around your life because, you know, honestly, you get out there and you do that hustle, hustle, hustle. And then you do like she did, you burn out. Yep. Yep. You know, and you just shut down and you just can't go further. So, um, yeah. So talk to us about, you know, how this came about for you and how you actually started your journey Ooh, that's a great how, how i actually started that's a great journey yeah yeah that is a great question so i started my journey my journey started back in 2008 and here's the thing i never ever thought it was even an option for me to be an entrepreneur because i was raised in a family to get an education get the career stay in that career until you retire and then die, you know? So that's all that I was seeing. That's all that I observed. That's all that I heard around my peers. I mean, school teaches us this. And so I never grew up with any entrepreneurs or anything. It just didn't seem like it was like an option for me. I didn't, I didn't feel like I had a choice in the matter. So, so all the way from 16, I don't know how old, what year that was, maybe 95, 95, no, gosh, 93, 92. I don't know. I don't know anymore. But um, from the moment I was 16 up until, gosh, early 20s, I worked, I was doing a lot of job hopping, a lot of job hopping either. And I was great at what I did. I was great no matter what I did, whether I worked at a restaurant or waitress, I worked for the UTL Science Center in San Antonio. Um, I had like, you know, dumb jobs. And then I had like better job, like corporate jobs, but like, no matter what I did, it was, I was good at it. However, there was always something missing. And like, for the longest time, I thought there was something wrong with me because either I would quit the job or I would get fired because, you know, I just really started slacking off. And, uh, finally, in 2000 and about 2003, four, somewhere around that time, I finally had the cushy job or that you're supposed to retire at. And it was fun for the first couple of years, but I tell you, I, I, I was getting that feeling again. I was like, oh, great, here we go again. You know, and then I would like guilt myself. I'd be like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I be like these other people and just, you know, be happy with what I got and be happy with this job and this and that. Like I literally just got there. Mm -hmm. huh yeah and and no, I yeah said, I was said, you want to be like these guys? yeah I was like why can't I be like them because I was like what's wrong and just with be me? a cog in the wheel mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah yes so 
so finally, uh, about 2007, I ended up getting really, really sick. So sick to the point to where I would have died if I wouldn't have gone to the emergency room when I chose to do so. So what ended up happening was, um, I'm just gonna fast forward to like me in the hospital. So basically I found out that I have a small liver never knew this my entire life until, you know, I was in the emergency room and, you know, our livers, they get rid of toxins from what we breathe, eat, touch, all of that. So my body was not getting rid of the toxins. So what was happening is that the toxins were staying in my body, which meant that my whole body was becoming septic. And I was, and I was seeing the symptoms and I'm not going to tell y'all what the symptoms were, but just know that I was sick and I was walking around this like this for at least a good couple of weeks. I was still going to work. I was taking care of my, my oldest son at the time. You know, I was still doing things and functioning. And when I finally got to the emergency room, when, when I literally felt like I was dying, like I had never felt that way before, the doctor said, if you would have waited a little bit longer, you would be dead. He said, why did you take so long? To get here, he said, your enzyme levels are skyrocket. I don't even know how you function for this long. And I was shocked because I just did not realize it. So, so, you know, of course I was not eating great at that time. My health, my lifestyle was kind of a mess around that time. So I do understand why that would have happened. But, uh, but my doctor said that I need to get my body right again. And he said that you need to change your lifestyle. Um, and also that you need to go on bed rest until I get better. I was thinking I was only going to be on bed rest for maybe 30 days, Tammy, 30 days. I was like, okay, I can do this. Blah. Well, I was on bed rest for almost a year, which meant that, uh, my first husband at the time he was working. Two oh my jobs. goodness. Yeah, I know. Almost a year. Uh, he was working two jobs. I was the breadwinner, like before I got sick. So even with his two jobs, it was hard for him to maintain all of the responsibilities. So we got into a financial situation where I drained all of my savings. I even went through my teacher's retirement account. I borrowed money from my parents. Then they barely, they really didn't have much money to spare. So it, things were like getting really bad financially. And I was like, okay, there, I need to do something. I knew what I couldn't do. I couldn't go back to my job because I'm on medical leave. Like I needed to continue to heal. So what I did, I started looking online and keep in mind, this is 2008, totally different. Online was totally different back in 2008, even though it really wasn't that long ago. So I was looking for online jobs because I had heard from one of my coworkers that one of her friends or relatives had a a work at home job. Well, I was looking for work at home jobs and I kept on coming across network marketing business opportunities. And I would just skip over there because remember, I never knew about those things before. I never knew that was a possibility or anything. So I found an advertisement and I thought it was for a work at home job. Well, I had the meeting with the lady. She ended up being my first mentor. Had a meeting with her, told her my whole situation. And then she said, well, this is not a job. It's actually an opportunity, a network marketing opportunity where you can sell healthcare benefits. And I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. And she was like, well, based off of what you said, you, you really don't have anything to lose. And I was like, dang, I can't even argue with that. So I said, okay, I'll go ahead and give this a try. 
because I really wasn't committed. It wasn't what I want to do, but I was also at a moment of desperation. So uh, what I ended up doing, right, built the business on bed rest <laughs> in my bed from the ground up in less than six months. And this was like an anomalous thing to do because back in 2008, uh, if you were in network marketing or any type of MLM, uh, the only way that you could really get people on your team or to sell your product, whatever it is, is to actually go out and meet people. But what, for me, having so much time on my hand, I was able to yes. like do a ton of research, like on how to market a business. And I was trying to figure out like, how can I do this at home? So I came across uh, these guys, it used to be called, I don't know if it's this anymore, but it was like magnetic sponsoring. And it's a way to where you can actually generate leads for your network marketing company. And even if the people don't buy your product or even become a uh, on your team, there's still a way for you to make money, even if they don't work with you, is to provide information products, uh, information products. So from being on bed rest and working the business from my bed, I was able to like gather up a bunch of notes and I still do this today. I document everything that I do. I document what works and don't work. So I was able to package up a, a training that would help any network marketer, no, doesn't matter what type of business they had, to be able to generate leads online and not have to go to dumb meetings and do networking, especially for an introvert like me. There's no way I was going to do that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a way around this. <laughs> and I found it. But I, the only way I found it is because, right. I, yeah, I was like, uh -uh, I'm not doing that. And so, so I started teaching people from different network marketing companies how to market their business online. And I was just basically showing them what I was doing. It wasn't like I was showing them anything that I didn't, didn't know because what I don't know, I don't know. So I ended up discovering that I like teaching people the marketing and not really not so much the company that I was working with. So I parted ways with the network marketing company and started my first business, Women in Leadership. And that's basically where my journey began. Now, from then to now, there, there's been a lot, a few iterations of my journey, but I, I think the common thing is, is that I love teaching um, yes. I'm fascinated with marketing. I'm fascinated with like why people buy, like what's going on in their brains to make them decide what, what's valuable to them, what's not. And most of all, I love just, I've always been a teacher, you know, like I, I share that, I shared that, you know, I remember when I was a little girl, I would always line up my stuff. Or the psychology. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> teacher. As I would line up all. You would line up your stuff there yeah, and teach line them. Line up all and teach them. <laughs> yep, I have a little chalkboard and teach them. So I've always liked teaching from the get go. So, so that's what I've basically been doing like all of these years. And I only do things that I want to do, right? Because I know there's some people that will do things because they think they got to do them. And it's yes. like no. Say that again. You only do, yeah. I only do things that I genuinely want to do, not the things that people say I got to do. And because otherwise, why are you going to build something that you really don't like? Like you might as well should just work in a regular nine to five that you're not passionate about. I know some people love their nine to five, but a lot of people don't. So I'm, I'm speaking mainly to the people that don't love their nine to five, but they want to build something that's going to bring in money, give them the flexibility. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if you're going to build something, make sure that it's something that you like. Now you might not be in love with it every day because there are some days where I just want to yes. say, you know what? I'm done with this, but I get over it. You know, that's when I know that I, either I'm starting to get burned out or, or something's going on with my hormones. Like I, I'm becoming aware of like, why, 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 why do you want to quit all of a sudden, Stacey, what's going on? And it's usually my hormones or I just need a break. I need to back away. Um, but all in all, I love what I do and I can imagine doing anything else. Like I, I don't think I'll ever go back to a nine to five ever, ever again, because Again, like I said, I felt I felt that there was something missing when I was doing my nine to five. I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And, you know, and, you know, with this journey, I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned about what's possible for me. I've learned that, you know, the people that have massive success, like they're no more smarter, no more. They don't have any special superpowers or anything like that. Like, like I used to put successful people on a pedestal yes. stool and like think, oh, well, it's nice. Yeah, they can have it. But me, no, no, yeah. no, we can, we can make whatever life we want for ourselves. We can have whatever yes. we want. And I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have believed, uh, cultivated that belief unless I went on this journey. I know I rambled a lot. <laughs> No, that was, that was perfect because people needed to hear that. Cause that's one of the things, because, you know, a lot of people look at people, especially that are, you know, top of the rung, you know, Megan, what do they call it? 10 K months or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, they look at people like that and they think, oh, you know, well, I don't think I could ever get there. Or, you know, I don't think I could do what she did or what he did or whatever. And they don't see they don't think about it and they don't see the back end of it they don't see the times when you know they're tired and they don't feel like doing that they don't want to do another damn facebook or instagram live you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know they don't see all that and they don't hear that you know you're a real person and you just you know kept on going right i mean that's all you that it was persistence yeah and the tenacity to keep on going yeah mm -hmm. that's all that it really <laughs> was and also another thing tammy a thing that's really helped me was, you know, the framework that I developed. And I know you, you learned that some of that framework when, when, um, when we were around the time when we first connected is because you want there to definitely be a system in place, because here's the thing, like, we can't really just think about like what's happening right now. I know it's easy for us to think about the short term money short-term goals, but I can't help but to think yes. two, three, six years from now, like the version of me, this is what I always tell myself, the version of me who's already making six, seven, multiple seven figures. Am I going to be tired all the time? I always tell myself, no. Why am I not going to be tired all the time? Because I'm going to have systems in place and people to help me to keep this company going and making it profitable, making it impact. So what are the things that I can do right now to start putting those things into place? Because a lot of people think, and I was one of these people that I would think, okay, once I made X amount of dollars, then I will hire the, my first, uh, well, I'm not employee. I don't have any employees. I have contracted people. So I hire my first VA, but it's like, we literally need to operate from the places if we have already achieved the goal. Uh, in order 
for us to see beyond what's possible for us. I think that's one of the biggest things, but, and because of this, it makes it, it, it's like a battle going on in your mind. I tell you, it's a battle going on in your mind. So, so the people that we see that, you know, are making multiple six, seven, eight figures or 10 K months, um, they, they're no different than anybody else. They've just, they just haven't quit and they put systems in and some of them, yeah, they are hustling their butts off, but guess what? That's going to come back and bite them in the ass. Eventually um, the relationships are going to suffer for it. And yeah. the reason why I know this is because I was in hustle mode, like hard for about a year and a half. And guess what? My relationship suffered. I wasn't taking care of myself like I used to. I used to like during that time when I was hustling, I, I was, I'm the type of person I love the outdoors. Um, I, I move a lot. You know, I wasn't doing any of that. I was eating uh, lollipops every single day. I had a big old economy size bag, bag of uh, dum-dums from Sam's. Uh, I had those, <laughs> <in my> <laughs> I had those in my drawer and I was eating those. From the moment I was working till I got away from my desk and it was really unhealthy. And I was like, I don't want to continue this way because what if I end up getting sick again? What if I end up dying? Like, wait, why am I doing all of this? Right? Like the reason I'm doing it is for the time freedom and also the financial freedom, being able to do things like, um, you know, I want to uh, donate to more charities. You know, I want to be able to open up you know, a place for the homeless. I'm not going to be able to do any of that if, first of all, if I'm not taking care of myself first, um, I'm not going to be able to do any of that if I don't have, and I don't really believe in balance. There needs to be some type of harmony, harmony between, okay, you don't want your, yes. you want your business to be able to be a living, well, I shouldn't say a living, but an entity on its own that can operate without you, no matter what you do. So for anybody that's new or who's been on the journey for a while, yes. that's what I always want everybody to think about. Like, can your business survive without you for at least a week? How about two weeks? How about three? You. you know, and if it's not, then that's when you need to realize you need to start putting systems in place or having people help you. And, and, it, and it could be within your budget, right? You, sometimes we assume things are going to be so expensive and that we can't do it. And we're already like defeating ourselves and the thing that we're trying to build it's like start off with like what you can do like what can you do right now because things can always change as time goes on and I know that's been helpful for me my first VA somebody to help me even though I didn't feel ready for yes. her uh she worked two hours a month right two hours a month and I think it was like 60 dollars and back then that was a lot for me but I, I did it because I knew okay I need someone to help me with this to make it grow because we have a tendency to think we need to grow it first and then put the people in it. It doesn't work that way. Like most of us think backwards, but it's, you got to yeah. start doing things that are really uncomfortable and it can, I tell you, it can be hard. I think it's the mindset part that, that is the hardest part out of all of this, you know? And, and like I told you, Tammy, I am so candid about this because yes. I never want anybody on the outside to think, Oh, it's so easy for you, Stacy. Um, or, or that um, it, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. However, I, it's easier to do this than do something that doesn't fulfill me. Worth it. 
Yep. You know, you know, CC Winans sings one of my favorite songs. Mm -hmm. She says, it wasn't easy. And that was just what I thought about when you said that. It yep. wasn't easy, but it's worth it. Yep. Absolutely. Just like, you know, um, the relationships that are near, dear into our heart. They're not all sunshines and roses all the time. You know, it, it can be, it can be hard sometimes, right? Um, but sometimes you can, you can choke your kid. Yes, right? So it's the same thing. Like the things that we really want, we, we can get them. Yes, it's going to take work. But anybody that you see that is successful, if they've done it, like, of course, with integrity and did not harm anybody else to get there, they, they did the work. They did the work, not just the, the action, but they did the inner work because that's the biggest part is like um, discovering like who you are, who you really are and who you can become on this journey because a lot of us hold on to identities that weren't even ours to begin with. Like um, I'm gonna give an example, like for yes. example, yes. my husband, like thank God for his adopted parents, but like his biological father would always tell him that he's stupid. He didn't amount to anything. So that's what he heard all the time. And he thought that that was his reality. So I know that was an extreme example, but the, the reason why I'm saying mm -hmm. this is because like, like what we're told and what we see when we're, ch when we're children, I'd say from zero to seven, maybe even longer, the things that we see, like it, it forms an identity of who we are, but it's not really who we are. These are stories, beliefs, observation, observations that we think are us. And it's like, no, like, for example, like I'll put it to me personally, like um, my parents never told me this. However, I always felt that no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough, right? Even though they never told me that, it was just what I observed, their mannerisms. So growing up, I never thought I was good enough. Well, like take carrying something like that with you while you're going on this journey will stop you in so many ways because you're, you're, you're holding on to a belief that isn't even true to begin with, but it's a part of your identity. Kind of let it go, right? It's not yours. It doesn't belong to you. It's false. So I think like the biggest impact on me through this journey is just learning more about who I really am and what I'm capable of doing because every single one of us has unlimited potential unlimited potential like that's hard to fathom sometimes you know we got unlimited potential yes like nobody can tell you what you can or cannot do nobody knows the answer to that right only you do so I'd say like with this journey, just don't give up. Stay focused on the things that you really want and make sure they're what you want, not what somebody yes. else thinks that you should or what you think you should want. Like, what do you want? Because I tell you, that's going to help direct you in the direction that you're going on this journey because there's going to be a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns. But if you stay focused on your vision for what you want, it will, things will definitely come in coming into play. I tell you, I, things will be delivered right on time, <laughs> all right on time. So just stay focused on the things that you want. Uh, if you want to make a big, big impact in people's lives, 
do it, do it. Anything's possible for you. And also here's another thing, do it messy, do it messy, messy, messy. So how would you suggest that somebody gets to the place where they understand and connect with what they want? Because, Ooh. you know, the reason I asked that question is because a lot of people get out here and they say, oh, well, I'm good at doing, you know, administrative stuff. So I'm going to go be a VA, you know what I mean? But it might not be what they really want. It just might be what they feel like they can do. And it might be, say, it might be within their comfort zone because maybe they were executive secretary somewhere, you know, and they say, oh, I'll just go and I'll start a VA business. But then as time goes on, they realize, you know, I don't think this is what I want. Mm-hmm. So how do you suggest that they um, find what it is that they want? Ah, that I love this question. This is great. So I always like say, for example, like I know how to do laundry. I know how to do it well, but I am not going to build a business around laundry. You know why? Because it's something, yeah, it's something I know how to do <laughs> and I'm good at doing laundry, uh, no. you know, that. <laughs> but right. It does not fulfill me. Um, so what I would suggest, I would say to take a look at your childhood, you know, how I shared earlier, like when I was younger, like this memory really didn't come back to me until like, like three years ago that when I was little, I always loved lining up my stuffed animals and teaching them. Right. Well, yeah, I could have gone to school to be a teacher, but that, that wouldn't happen, you know? Um, or yeah, exactly. I was going to say teachers, I <laughs> salute them. I do, but they don't get yes. paid like for, they work hard for the work that they, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. So I would say, take, take a look at what comes natural to you and what fulfills you. Teaching fulfills me because I feel like I'm giving something of value that's useful to somebody um so I would say take a look at your childhood now if you can't remember because I know some people can't really remember their childhoods so I would say like take a look at the things that what do you do on like when you have free time you know like what are some things that you do that you don't even think twice about that that really fulfill you that like you don't even think twice about it doing it like I love to read too like I read all the time so um if you're like wondering, well, what can you do with reading all the time? Well, you know that there are people on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure you know this, Tammy, that there are people on YouTube that have a business reading books. <laughs> um, they have, um, or maybe, maybe you want to write a book. Like, think about yes. the things that just come so easy to you. Like, there's, um, let me go back to the book reading. There's this guy, I forgot what his name is, Joseph Rod Rodriguez. And he doesn't just read any books. It's books about like mindset and all of that. And that fascinates him. Well, he has a literal YouTube channel where he has um, a mind map of the notes of what he took away from the books that he's reading. And he shares it on um, YouTube. And he also shares the mind map. But for him to make, if you were like, if I'm sure some, some people are like, well, how do you make money doing that? Well, he has like courses that he created, info products that he created on mindset, like things that he's learned, things that have helped him, you know, um, with, with self-improvement. And that's what he sells on the back end, right? 
So he makes money. He has a business around books that he reads, right? And I know some people would be like, what? You know, like, is that real? Yes, it is. Like, if you think about the things that you really love to do, there's definitely a way to make money from it. As long as it's something that the market would deem valuable, heck yeah. So take a look at what you really like. And again, you want to look out for, I, I'm going to do this because you think you should do it or because somebody told you that you were good at it. My husband thinks I'm great at creating websites and yes. uh, uh, sales pages, like, because I show them to him just to get another eye on it. He says, you should, you know, offer services for website building websites. I was like, no, <laughs> it's a great idea. I guess if I really, 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 really needed money, I would do it. But I said, it, it's an absolute last resort. I'd rather focus all my energy on something that fulfills me for real and that I'm good at. So start with your childhood. If you can't remember that far back, observe of the things that you like to do now that fulfill you, because I guarantee there's a way that you can monetize it every single time yeah mm-hmm that's it's awesome. that simple so now let's, let's talk about this mm -hmm. you said something you said something in there that I heard because you know I work with energy so you said focus your energy on what you want so mm -hmm. tell tell us how important you think that energy is in being an entrepreneur oh my goodness love this question too. So, I mean, we're, 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 we're masses of energy period. You know, you break it down to the smallest thing, everything around us is energy. So there are some things that you are not that you naturally gravitate to. And there's some things that you don't. So you need to just be really aware of where your focus is. I guess if you don't want to think in energy, think about like where you focus most of your attention on, because that that's another way to be energetically aligned. Like, like what feels good to you, your body will tell you what feels good and what doesn't. Right. And, I, and sometimes your body will tell you something that you yes. like, but you'll get a feeling like, like the nerves, the jitters, but it's like excitement. Like it's different from you know, like disgust, right? You know that, yes. but like, for example, I, I'm an introvert. You already know that, Tammy. So if somebody says, Stacy, you should speak in on stages with tens yeah. of thousands of people, I'm going to have a, a reaction to that. And it's not going to be a good reaction. And the reason why is because that's way out of my comfort zone. I do see myself <laughs> doing that. That, that seems like amazing, right? But it's out of my comfort zone. Like I need to get myself to get there. So podcast, you know, I can do all those things, but, but yeah. like that, like, yeah, I could actually see myself doing that and I would enjoy that. But right now I am, I've got the fear going on because I, it's way out of my comfort. zone. So compared to Stacy, you should, um, I don't, um, you should, I don't know. Let's see here. What is it that I do not like? Um, you should sell life insurance. All right. I'm going to have like a disgust, like, uh, uh I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. Right. So, so there you You're like, that, pay, no. yeah. Right. So pay attention to how, 
maybe the thoughts that go in your head and the way that your body reacts. But um, are we usually will gravitate towards the things that we like? Because we, I mean, as humans, we always want to get away from the things that we don't like, even though we tend to focus on the things that on the negative. So I would say open, open yourself up to possibility, right? So if you focus your energy on the things that you want, why don't you ask yourself, what if, what if I could make consistent income doing something different than what I'm doing now? Like, what would it be? And there was no barrier. There is no way to get this answer wrong. What would it be? It's like you sit down with yourself for a little while and just like really do some deep, deep work, you know, sit with yourself and think about like, what is the thing that I really would want to do and what feels good? And that's where you're focusing all your energy and attention on that thing, right? Well, what makes yes. So how do you feel like the shadows help you? You know, we're always trying to get in the darkness, like you said. We're you know, to go the light and the light is good. Yeah. Um, I would say embrace both because if we're always about light, light and only focus on the light, um, it, it's there's a gift in the darkness. Um, they both play a role. Yes. Um, also, like when it comes to the things that are in the dark, I like to take a look at those things. I don't want to. Put, I don't want to brush them under the rug. I don't want to ignore them. I don't want to put my head in the sand because some people will do that. You know, they're like, I don't, no, no, no. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to focus on it. But it's like, do, do that because there's something there that's going to teach you how you can, um, I guess, better, better navigate like what, what's true to you, what's true to you. So the things that you don't like, there, there's definitely something that you can learn from that, that you can take away from it. Um, and like I said, I would say just embrace it both because we, we can't, there's no balance without both. Like we, we, we operate in both of them all the time. Um, I would there, say don't. There's no light without dark. Right, right, exactly. So I would say just embrace them both. You know, like I have, I have like some clients that aren't as woo as me, but I have some clients that really get hard on themselves about like maybe not achieving a goal um, as quickly as they want, or they're not getting the results that they want, or or maybe they um, stop being consistent, or they just weren't as committed, and they they start getting hard on themselves. And I'm like, look, none of that means anything. You're putting meaning on that yourself right? You're putting meaning on yourself. So you need to see why, like, why are you being so hard on yourself? Because there's something there. <laughs> there's some darkness there that, that, that's making you default to, uh, shame, uh, guilt, self-doubt, um, not feeling that you're worthy, even though you're worthy period, there ain't nothing outside of you. That's going to make you more worthy. You're worthy period. So you, you got to take a look at the darkness, because if you do, that's going to help you excel when you are focusing on the light, right? So both are going to teach you, teach you some things. But I always tell my clients, like, don't get so focused on the things that you don't do. Like, you can use them as a tool to help you get 
to that next level, to be able to um, step into that next version of yourself that you want to be. But, you know, we, as human beings, we give meaning to everything. So we need to be mindful of like the things that we're giving meaning to, because I tell you, that can be one of the biggest traps on this journey um, is like giving meaning to things that just really don't mean anything. Yes. I mean, a lot of things just really don't mean anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, here's another example, like somebody comparing, comparing yourself to somebody else. Yes. That's right. a big one right there. Like you see that person doing that over there. Well, guess what? That has nothing to do with you. <laughs> and we got to remind ourselves of that. Like you're on your own journey. Remember that whatever that person has, or yes. maybe that you admire that's available to you too. It's just that you're not going to get it the same way that they do. If you get that, because you might have some, there might be something better for you. You know, you, it's whatever yes. you want it yes. to be. Yeah. Yeah. When people compare themselves and I even tell myself this, I'm just like, yes. Like, yes. do you realize so that like where you're going to be, it could be like a whole elevated version than what that person's experiencing. So I wanted to ask, um, what is one thing that one of your clients taught you? Something that so a client you were working with and something wow. that they taught you, something maybe you were aware of. Wow. That is a great one, Tammy. Oh my goodness. Um, I think where it really became clear one of my clients taught me like how good I was at pulling the brilliance out of them like I never I never realized that I had that gift to pull brilliance out of people uh because you know when I started my journey I was just thinking about like the marketing and the strategic stuff but uh I've heard this over and over, pulling the brilliance. That's why I say, unleash your brilliance. Sometimes I'll say, pull your brilliance because my, my client taught me that I'm able to pull that out of people without even thinking about it. It's just having a conversation, just talking to them, listening to them. And I didn't realize I had this gift. I wouldn't have realized it until they told me. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so, um, and then I just really thought about it. I was like, hmm, yeah. you got a point there. Because, you know, when I look back, like when I reflect on my life, like when strangers, strangers would gravitate towards me and just start talking to me about all sorts of things. Like I'm not asking them to give me this information. It's like they feel like they should tell me. And then, and I listen to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that started being something that I paid. <laughs> that's something that I started paying attention to, like with anybody that I work with It's like, I, I want to pull more of that out of them because sometimes people just don't realize how powerful they are. Yes. Like, that's all I see is brilliance in people. Like, I can't help but to see that, you know, I'm not the type of person I mean, yeah, I'm human and yeah, I'm going to judge. I can't help it. I'm human. However, I always see the best out of people. I always like to see what's possible for someone when they don't see it. Um, 
I see past people's limitations. I see something that's possible for them that they just don't even see. And I'm just like, it's right. It's right there in front of you. <laughs> like it's right there. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say that that's it right there is someone telling me that I had a gift that I didn't realize I even had. So how has that, how, when you, when you found that out and you learned that, how did that that change the way you looked at your sessions, your work? How did that, that make that change for you? Oh, wow. Well, I would say that that brought to the attention (laughs) that I was able to, uh, actually help people transform their lives on a, on a deeper level. I mean, not that any of the work that I do with anybody is shallow. It isn't, but there's always more layers. There's always ways to go deeper. And that's when I started changing my business model, because again, I used to be all about strategy. Like when you and I connected, I was more so about strategy than anything and not really about um, energy, not really about your mindset, not really about you uh, stepping into, I always call it your wealthy CEO identity. So it's helped me fine tune, like how I share my message. It's helped me fine tune, like how I want to work with people because I don't want to work with people just on strategy alone, because I know it goes deeper than that. And I know for years, that's all that I really focused on. I was like, you know, if you want to work on your mindset, you need to go work with this person over there. (laughs) You need to go work with that person because I'm just a strategist. Um, But then I realized that, you know what, I'm so fascinated. I can refer you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. But um But the more that I started learning about (laughs) myself and the more that I started like just being more fascinated about, you know, how our mind works, um, the stories we tell ourselves, energy. uh, I mean, it, the hole goes, the rabbit hole goes deep and it fascinates me just like, like who, who we are and who we can be. Like we are just like, we're 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 powerful and yes yeah we're just so powerful and and I want to help people remember that because I I was waking to the fact that I am powerful I need I'm remembering who I am as a human being and I think that would wake up a lot of people um to be addressed that but not everybody yes here's the thing not everybody hears that message so so I, I'm only speaking to the people that like get that, but they, they want to go deeper. They just don't want to make money. They want, they want to cause change like money. A lot of people get into this for the money. Like I know I did. I wanted to just make enough money to pay the bills. So we did not end up getting homeless or moving in with one of my parents, which I did not want to do, but there comes a point to where it needs to be. Oops. It needs to be bigger than that. Um, I want to pe- work with people that want to do deep work. Um, so that's what's really changed over the years. Like after being made aware of that gift, I was like, wow, okay, it's time for me to change how I do things. And it was scary. I tell you it was because I was so used to doing things a certain way. And I knew I was going to be making money a certain way. But then when you change stuff up, there's going to be a period of time when things are a little bit wonky yes. and chaotic and of course it's new. So I started, 
you know, doubting myself. I was starting to have a battle in my mind. Like, yes, you can do this. No, you can't do this. Yes. No, it was awful. So I worked through that. And then finally when, and I didn't even have the confidence. It's just, I just started talking about it more. I just started changing the way that I shared things and it just came out a little bit at a time and it was consistent. And then before you know it, okay, I, I just don't, I like how my, how, how I said with my intro, I help people become energetically aligned with how they share their message, how they sell, you know, um, how they show up so they can get their business there, but you've got like, yes, I deal with marketing and sales. However, yes. it goes so much deeper than that because a lot of people aren't getting results with the marketing and sales because not, they're not working on the other stuff. So I'm, I, so, and I realized, okay, that's where I need to because make. Because they're not energetically aligned. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. So, so that's, I, I guess yes. that's what makes. That is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize it. They're like, because our brain wants to just think logically all the time. Like it always defaults to that, the logical stuff, the logical stuff, forget all the other stuff because that was me. I was like, I don't need to do the mindset stuff. Just give me the strategy. Let me do this thing and it'll work. It works for a while, but it stops working eventually. (laughs) It stops working because there's some deep work that needs to be done. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, once you get to that place where you realize that there's more than just strategy, you know, you have to be energetically aligned Mm -hmm. and then where I'm at now is I started because your human design really goes deep into, you know, the soul you be. Yep. And really begins, you know, so you understand how to get. you know, and how to get aligned, you know, and for me, like I found out I was a reflector and that has changed everything for me. Oh, wow. Because it made me understand that, you know, yeah, I'm weird, but you know, I'm 1% of the population, (laughs) you know? And so, yeah, so that changed a whole lot because then I began to really understand myself and understand Mm -hmm. how I do. And the reason why, you know, maybe I I can't, you know, push and go hard time to stop and actually not ignore, you know, the way I was feeling and stuff like that. And I mean, and not to the point where, you know, you just get to a place where you just fascinating. No, I'm talking about honest. They don't think about You know, you got to honor your energy. You know, I can't do that every day. Absolutely. Yes. You know, and so they'll put that kind of pressure on themselves and then, and then they'll be stressed the fuck out. So it's like, no, you know, and, and so that is another piece, you know, that for me, that I began to just integrate into my business and into my life and stuff like that. So um, we're going to start wrapping up, but what is one? that you want to share which you share so many things so many nuggets here y'all if you if you didn't get it go back and watch again but she shared so many nuggets you know about 
And that to me, if you don't take anything else away from today's talk, is not the other way around. So what is something that you want to leave um, with the audience about entrepreneurship, your journey? What? I love your question, Sammy. Uh, I guess the last thing I, that I want to leave is that there's going to be times when you're going to doubt yourself. There's going to be times when the people around you doubt what you're capable of. But what I want you to remember, remember this. And if you got to write it down, you got to say it out loud to say that I'm powerful. I have unlimited potential and I can provide so much value in this world. So just keep going. Don't quit. Um, if you can, which I, of course, I know you can, is surround yourself around people who understand what you are going towards. Because not, here's the thing, a lot of people that, a lot of people in your life will not understand your vision. So that's why you always hear, you know, surround yourself around people who get it, who are going on a similar journey. Because I tell you, I don't, I mean, my husband, he supports me, but he just doesn't get it, right? Um, my parents, heck, my mom still to this day, even though she has no idea how much money I make, she thinks that I started a business because I was too lazy to work a regular job, which is just hilarious because it's like I may I make more money than my parents combined but the thing is is that there aren't people there are going to be people in your life that just won't understand your vision so surround yourself around people who get you whether you do that virtually or in person and it doesn't have to be a lot of people it could be three people heck one will make a difference in no one because I tell you um there will there will yeah. be some times when you Yes. want to give up I tell you and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong it's just sometimes our brain our brain our minds will be the worst enemy on us but it's just you need uh, to put safeguards in place to make sure you just continue going just continue going because I guarantee you're going to get to where you, you're going as long as you don't quit Yes, and I am so filled with gratitude and so grateful that Stacy has decided to join us here on Straight Out of Savannah, talking with Tammy. Um, her details are going to be in the description of the video and videos where you listen to this or watch this, um, but share with the people how they can connect with you if they want to work with you. Absolutely. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, it's been an honor to be on this show and, and, you know, I absolutely adore you. So I can, you can connect with me just go to, un, <laughs> just go to unleash your ambition.com unleash your ambition.com. Um, go straight there. There's podcasts there. Uh, there, you know, my social media links are on there, but there's a lot of information on there for you to 
go through. And of course, if you want to connect with me, you can fill out the contact form or join whatever available program I have if you're interested. Uh, but yeah, unleashyourambition.com. <laughs> That is amazing. And I'm super grateful and excited. Um, this has been, oh my God, I have waited. I was so excited when she accepted my invitation. Couldn't wait for the date. And I was like, oh, personally, because I, I met her, I don't know, years and years ago now. <laughs> And I did a few of her programs and they were awesome. And I can see the transition from where she was even then to now, you know, because back then we weren't talking about the energy. She was mainly, you know, and so I learned a lot about strategy, but at that point I was at the place where I knew that I had to connect. I knew that I couldn't just do strategy because that's just not who I am. <laughs> it's right. not who I be. Right. And so when uh when she yeah it's like I can see the transition and it's amazing and so many amazing things happen. Now wait before we go I want you to share about this last opportunity that you have because that was just like mind blowing. Oh yeah okay so and this is funny this is a funny story because like my podcast Unleash Your Ambition podcast like I've only anybody that comes on, like my original plan was just to have a bunch of females, you know, because my target audience is female. I'm not saying that I don't, I don't work with the fellows. I do. It's just, it's just easier. So, um, I, I announced the other day that, uh, the CEO of a publishing company, bestsellingbook.com, um, wanted me to, to uh, coach his clients, you know, and these are people that are paying 30 to $50,000 to get their best-selling book made. And this opportunity came out of nowhere. And I shouldn't really say nowhere because here's how it happened. He had come to find out he had been following me on social media. Like he even knew my dog's name by the time we had a conversation. Like <laughs> this is somebody that like was really checking out my social media and stuff. But um, that this would have never happened. And this is what I'm saying. Like there's going to be opportunities that come to you all the time. Now it, you need to be aware that it's an opportunity because his assistant reached out to me saying that she wanted him to be on my podcast. Well, I sat on it for days and days because I was like, I really don't want any guys on my podcast. I really don't because I'm using the podcast as a way to generate clients, you know? But then I was like, you know what? I guess it wouldn't hurt, hurt to hear from the guys because it's not like the podcast is just, it, I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll be open to it. Like I almost said no, but I said yes. And I told him yes. that he's the first male on my podcast and we started, hey, huh? And about what, about him being the first male on my podcast? <laughs> Oh, about, no, I almost said no. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I almost said no, but here's the thing. I, because I didn't immediately seen it. I sat on it and then I was like, you know what? Hmm. You know, why not? I, I wonder where this will go. I was like, why not? You know, like I was, I went outside the box that I put myself in about who was going to be on my show. 
I was willing to be adventurous. I was willing to experiment. And because I did not say no and I said yes, by the time we finished uh, recording the episode, we were kind of chit-chatting back and forth. So he was asking me like, you know, how I work with people. I didn't think he was going to ask me what he asked me after I talked to him. Like I was just <laughs> telling him about, you know, how I work with people. And he was like, well, what kind of programs do you have? I thought we were just chit-chatting, you know? And he was like, well, I would like for you to work with my, my clients. I was like, okay. <laughs> You know, but inside I was like, ah! you know, I was just like, yeah. oh, no. I was like what? And and see, I would have never been able to force this happening. Like, yeah, right. I I would have like I didn't never knew this was coming. But think about this: this would have never happened if I would have said no. I don't want them on my podcast. So that's another example right there. There's opportunities that come our way yes. all the time. It's just either we're aware of them or we're not. So that's another thing, like be aware of the opportunities, like say yes, even when you want to say no and see where it takes you. Uh, because the worst thing that's going to happen, oh, you experience this thing and you don't want to do it again. But I would say be open, open to saying yes, because you will be surprised you saying yes to things, how far that's going to get you? Because most of the time we say no to things. Hmm, I don't want to do that. Hmm. Yes. You know, we, we all that's do not it. for me. Yeah, we all do that. But then we don't even know what it's like because we haven't even experienced it. We're like, let somebody else do it. Yeah, Isn't yeah. It? We're like assuming what it's going to be like. But it's like, go ahead and try it. See what happens. Because you never know what's going to happen. So I've been saying yes yeah. a lot more yes. this year because of that. Uh, because opportunities yeah. are sh- popping up and I'm just like, it's because I'm saying yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you, and you are on the glow up girl. You're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to say yes to opportunity. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you don't have time to overthink shit. You know, this Say yes, you know, take, take a minute, just like you said, take a minute and then look at, relook at it again and say, Hey, well, maybe what would it be like if I did this? Right. You know, because you never know what kind of opportunities come your way. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece that I, I listened, I heard was that you don't know who's paying attention to you. You yeah, don't know who's watching you, mm-hmm. that's you know, and, and something spirit spoke to me earlier this year when um, I started my um, Awaken the Healer Within series. Now, this is something that Spirit dropped to me and said, I want you to do this. Now, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a design. I still don't. I come on every Monday and Wednesday and I, I give what the Spirit gives me and that's what I do. And then I do a healing at the end. Mm-hmm. And something that Spirit said to me was, don't look at the numbers. Don't look at the numbers. Right? Yep. Don't. Because, you know, sometimes if you're on Facebook, Instagram, all these places, they'll, they'll tell you nobody's watching you, but there'll be people watching you. Yeah. Yeah. The system's all You know, and so, and then, then I began to see the same thing. People. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so spirit was like, don't look at the numbers. Yep. You know what I have to say to that, Tammy, is like. Just speak like you're speaking to the planet. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. that was important you know mm-hmm. what you just said you don't know who's watching you yeah 
Yeah, I've gotten to the point to where I don't care if any, I don't even look at the numbers. Like, um, I'll just put my message out there. I'll just put it out there and don't even do it because I want to get the numbers like that. That's like, that's like, okay, you're trying to manipulate things. Why don't you just show up authentically, share the message that you feel called to share and leave it at that because you never know who's watching um, yes. because yeah, the algorithm can be totally, it's totally faulty because it was created by humans. Um, but also at the same time, yes. Also, yes. one person, you can change one person's yes. life or that one person is going to reach out to you because that's the way I look at it. Impact people one person at a time. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Thank exactly. you, Tammy. And I, and I truly believe that. I'm so <laughs> super excited this has been off the chain i'm so i'm just so grateful for our time together this has been so good and i know that people are going to get a lot out of it so thank you so much for joining us stacy mm-hmm. already said where you could find her um unleashing your ambition right yes com? unleash your ambition just unleash your ambition.com unleash unleash your ambition.com mm-hmm. yeah Thank you. So you can find her there and you can also find her on Facebook. Um, are you on Instagram? Yeah, you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited to, that she's decided to show up and come on here and she brought the heat. So if you, <laughs> you know, take some, take them, you're watching the end of it, go back and watch the rest of it and take some notes because she is bringing word. She brought the word, y'all. <laughs> so I'm so grateful because this has been on my radar for a while <laughs> and now was the time so that's the other piece I wanted to make sure that you know that sometimes things are on your radar sometimes you want to do things or you're looking for something to happen but when the time is right you know everything is in divine timing you know and so we have to you know look at that and we have to consider that and then we have to look at ourselves and look at our energy and look at what we're putting out and what we're calling in mm. so again thank y'all so much for joining me on straight out of savannah talking with tammy with my guests stacy walker and she's just amazing with unleash your ambition and i'm just so thrilled and grateful that you've joined us so wherever you are watching or listening to this make sure that you hit the like in the share and subscribe and however you can make sure that you continue to follow straight out of savannah talking with tammy so bye now I know you've been blown away with the amazing value here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it on Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy.